Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hey there, and welcome back to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode two, and uh, just a quick thank you to everyone who listened and downloaded episode one uh, last week with Patty's Barbecue and Brewery. I really appreciate the support and look forward to bringing you more exciting and interesting, hopefully, barbecue news and information every week. Uh, Just uh, this evening here, it's uh, about 11 o'clock on a Monday night, sitting around, was out uh, doing a little yard work earlier this evening. Uh, We've uh, been in our house uh, 16 plus years here in Calgary and about uh, four or five years ago I guess we decided to try to build a new brick border for a flower bed in our backyard and it turned into uh, the project from hell to say the least. Uh, it was a great idea, a really neat look to it uh, but it, uh, due to I would say part laziness and part not knowing what we're doing Uh, The project just never got done. So earlier this year, my wife and I were looking at it and decided uh, to just rip out what we had done and uh, get rid of the flower bed. It's always kind of struggled to grow much of anything with any success there anyways. So uh, ripped everything out, leveled it off, and uh, this evening went and got some sod, got it laid down. So hopefully that's going to start looking better and just give us a little bit more usable yard. So that was my evening, and now here I am uh, recording the opening for this podcast Uh, to come out on Wednesday. Before we get into it, I want to remind you and ask you all to check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail. www.albertabbqtrail.ca is the website where you can get all the information. On Twitter, at bbq underscore trail, and on Instagram at Alberta Alberta BBQ Trail. Uh, The participants in the Barbecue Trail for this year are uh, from Calgary Bell Southern Kitchen and Bar, from Okotoks, Alberta, Big Sky Barbecue, also in Calgary Big Tees, from Rocky Mountain House we've got Old Smoky Barbecue Shack, Old Smoky's Barbecue Shack, sorry, and then uh, a couple other Calgary locations, Patty's Barbecue and Brewery that you heard last week on the episode one, and also Rocky Mountain Barbecue Catering. So folks, uh, check out the website, check those restaurants out, get out there, hit the barbecue trail, let them know we sent you. This week's episode, episode two, as I said, features a uh, barbecue restaurant up in Edmonton. I was up in Edmonton about two, three weeks ago on uh, work and had the chance to stop in at Meat. Uh, is the restaurant name uh, had a great visit and a chat with the chef and part owner Nathan McLaughlin they have a wonderful location right off of White Ave in Edmonton real trendy location area with lots of uh, foot and vehicle traffic so a great spot there really nice big wide open space inside the restaurant little patio uh, street front patio outside and uh, the big sign on the building brisket beer and bourbon And uh, I didn't uh, enjoy any of the beer or bourbon, but uh, from the looks of the bar, they certainly have that covered. And I can tell you that the brisket was top-notch, some of the best I've had in Alberta for sure. So that is coming up here, folks. Uh, My chat with Nathan. Enjoy. We'll talk to you soon. 
Okay, folks, we are Rolling Sound, and I'm here in Edmonton with Nathan McLaughlin of Meat here in Edmonton. Welcome, Nathan, to the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Thanks, Ryan. Glad to be here. Excellent. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, about Meat. Uh, well, Meat came down, uh, me and my two business partners, we opened up the Nexac Pub, which has been open for 25 years, and we've uh, currently owned it for just about nine um, the space next door opened up, and uh, my vegetarian business partner said we should open up a smoke shop. Perfect. And uh, as I had no, I had no, um, no experience in smoking. I mean, I had my Red Seal from schooling, but I had no idea about barbecue. So I ended up taking a, um, taking a barbecue class in Atlanta. So I flew to Atlanta, and I did it by this. Uh, award-winning chef called Myron Mixon. I'm aware, familiar with Myron, yeah. All right, so yeah, I did that, and um, I was there for three days. I thought it was a pretty cool experience. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, when I went there, it was more for backyard cooks and not cooking for, for the masses. Yeah, commercial operations, a little different than... Uh, yeah, yeah, but it yeah. was it was good anyways. Yep. I mean, we came back, and uh, I had about I had about two weeks before we opened up, up uh, meat in order to kind of like try and get that smoker seasoned and, and try it out. Uh, we opened up the doors and we thought that our food was we thought that our food was really good. I mean looking back we've been open for over four years and, and our, our food wasn't very good. So you know we've really had a good opportunity with my chefs, my sous chefs and my business partners to kind of every every week we have meetings and we're constantly trying to you know perfect the smoke. It's always a, it's always a process. I'm my own backyard cooking it's always learning as you go and trying to figure out what worked what didn't work and absolutely and, and yeah it's all the time right i mean well i think one of the biggest things was our brisket we opened like we opened up and we thought our brisket was good but our brisket now is just tenfold better than it was yeah just learning like little little uh even like just looking on the internet looking googling stuff and just seeing what other people have said and in, in forms on how that they smoke meat kind of brought it here and and uh trying to work it out i mean on a given day we're probably doing 20 briskets on a Friday. Yep. You know, and we're doing about 80 some racks of ribs, so we're Good pretty volume. busy. Good volume. Our smoker's about a 900 to a thousand pounds of meat, awesome. so it's pretty much going 23 hours a day. Yeah, and you got a great location here, just off of White Ave in Edmonton. So yep. lots of lots of foot traffic. And lots of foot traffic. A lot of festivals come down here, so yep. to spread the word. Absolutely. Uh, tell me about your smoker. What uh, what are you guys cooking on here? Uh, smoker is uh, an old Hickory Eledx. Um, just uh, I was either thinking about Southern Pride or Old Hickory. I did some of my reviews. Thought that I go with the, the Old Hickory. Um, they've been nothing but great. Call them on the phone. They got that like good Southern accent. Yep. And uh, I've heard. Uh, yeah. There's another podcast I listen to out of San Diego, and a couple of guys there, and they both swear by the Old Hickory and the customer service that you talk about. That's uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you yeah. can give them a call all the time. They're they're really informative. They're yeah. super friendly. Yeah. Awesome. But, uh, what are you using for wood? Uh, we, right now we use two parts uh, cherry for a little sweetness and then uh, one part hickory. So uh, I think one of the biggest challenges was trying to source out wood. Um, when I decided that I was going to do hickory and cherry, I decided before I sourced it out. So I didn't know where I was going to get it from. I yep. found a gentleman in Calgary that had some cherry. Yep. Uh, he doesn't have it anymore. Okay. So then I was actually importing my hickory from the States. That was super that can tough. Be tr- can be tricky. Yeah, imagine. it was coming in boxes, yeah. uh, kind of in, in small logs, so it wasn't, wasn't really worth it. But I found a gentleman named Jeff Furtado okay. uh, for Furtado Farms out in Ontario, okay. and he's helped me out now. Awesome. Super. So you're uh, 
You mentioned your cooking background a little bit. Uh, you're a professionally trained chef. Yeah, correct. So I've been, um, I guess I've been in the kitchen since I was 13. Um, I'm 39 right now. Um, I did the old Joey and Earl's for the first, you know, eight, eight or nine years, and uh, decided to get my wanted to do something else. So went to school and got my red seal. Did all the the fine dining, the hotels. Went up to camp for a bit. And, uh, my best friend slash business partner gave me a shout. He was out in Vancouver and said, "You want to make less money and work a lot of hours <laughs> yeah. and open up uh, the next act? Yeah. That's our other pub that we own. Yeah. So we did that. And, and uh, right now we've got three restaurants. Awesome. All right in the same uh, strip you were saying earlier. Yeah, right? all right next door to each other. Excellent. Uh, hey folks, just a quick pause to ask you to take a moment out of your day to visit our website at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca. On the site, you're going to find a listing of Alberta bar- barbecue restaurants. Please get out, support lo- your local barbecue joint. You'll also find links to the Ryan Eats Barbecue blog, my YouTube channel, uh, some recipes, some tips, gallery of photos from some of my own cooks, and also our online shop where you'll find some great t-shirts and we've got some other great merchandise coming soon. Your support of the website helps me keep promoting this great Alberta barbecue movement. Thank you. Back to the show. Talk to me about the menu, uh, what you got. Uh, the the menu is, yeah, the menu is pretty simple. Um, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel on smoking. We just, I mean, if all three of our restaurants are just simple, quality food. Um, so we decided that we wanted to do a Texas style. That was kind of our favorite. Uh, actually, more Central Texas. More se- Central Texas is uh, just salt and pepper, and that's what we do with our briskets. Yeah. Uh, we do add some rubs to our, say, our ribs and our chicken. Uh, so that would be like Central Central Texas barbecue. Yep, uh, we just wanted to make it simple. We didn't want to add much sauce. Um, I'm a believer that if you add a lot of sauce, you can you can serve cheap meat and add hide, the sauce hide, hide the, uh, and hide it. So we just wanted our customers to really just taste the meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have four great sauces on the table that we make in house. Yep. Um, that we, you know, if they, it's up to their discretion. If they want to add more, if they want nothing, then they can just taste the natural smoke. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I'm quite familiar with the Texas style, so that's uh, music to my ears. Excellent. Awesome. Um, specials, anything? Uh, yeah, specials. I mean, we we started off and we didn't have any specials. We just kind of really wanted to focus on perfecting, like, the food that we, we served. Yeah. Um, you know, as the years have progressed, we've been able to, with our chefs and sous chefs, create meat specials we also have a veg- vegetarian sandwich as you know we're right on white ab and a lot of vegetarians around here uh, so and a veggie feature so every every month every three weeks to a month we kind of switch between a, a veg feature a meat feature and uh, our veggie sandwich so we're constantly uh, constantly working uh, next week I just ended up yesterday picking up some beef tongue okay and some prairie oysters okay so we're gonna we're gonna try that out Something we're just, different. Yeah, yeah we're always trying stuff out you know from yeah. lamb to to different cuts of meat um, we're definitely just trying to give the customer new new items awesome how about your sides what are you doing uh uh, sides are just keeping simple. I mean, we got small and large. Um, you know, we have our cornbread. Uh, I really like the Brussels sprouts. Um, when we open, we do them a little different. We shred them, saute them off. Uh, mac and cheese, and obviously you got to have like your staples: beans and cornbread, yeah. uh, coleslaw, potato salad, stuff like that. We just really wanted to make them exceptionally good, properly seasoned, so somebody can 
you know, somebody comes and they order a mac and cheese or a coleslaw or a potato salad, it's going to be a great, I mean, it's cheap to make, but you just want to make it good. Make it good, absolutely. I mean, you can have really good meat, but no one wants a crappy, crappy coleslaw or a shitty mac. Yep. And you want to have options for, as you said, the not meat eaters uh, from time to time, right? A- absolutely. Yep. absolutely. Somebody comes in with their spouse that doesn't, uh, yeah. one person wants the barbecue, but somebody else doesn't. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's the there. same with our veggie feature. I mean, our veggie yeah. feature, we try and do stuff like we'll bring in beets or we'll bring in, uh, you know, some Swiss chard or some collard greens. And if those things, you know, if we really like those things, they might appear on the menu for the next for the next menu rotation. Awesome. You mentioned uh, style of barbecue, Central Texas. Any other kind of barbecue influences? You mentioned uh, Myron Mixon had been, you'd gone to one of his classes. Yeah, I mean, we're not, we are Texas barbecue, but we have no problem venturing out and doing other things. I mean, last year we did a good Carolina pork, okay. which we chopped up that vinegar sauce. I mean, that was a really big hit. Yeah. And we you know we thought about it. Should we put that on our menu? But we're like, well, we're Carolina. We're, we're Texas, not Carolina. Right. Yeah. So we have no problem doing different styles of barbecue, yeah. but we just got to stick to Texas for our menu. Right. With the pork, was it a... Were you doing butts or the whole hog or what were you doing there? Butts. Okay. Yeah, butts. I've, I've yet to really be bringing in a whole hog. Yeah, that's on my uh, my list. That's on my, your list? For my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a small hog. but uh, <laughs> yeah, a small baby hog. <laughs> yeah, a little one. Veal hog. Yeah, it's on the list. Uh, so you guys have been here four years, you said? Correct. Well, uh, talk to me about the the barbecue scene here in Edmonton. What's, uh, what's uh, happening? I mean, it? I feel like the barbecue scene is, is slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few select restaurants... Um, I think that they, they do a good job. Uh, they, we actually have a Porkapalooza that comes yeah. once a year. Yeah. Uh, and they have barbecue competitions, mm-hmm. so that's pretty interesting. We've done, we haven't competed, but we've been a part of it for two or three years. You vending down there? Uh, yeah, we're yeah. doing some vending okay. out there. Yeah. Uh, and that just kind of spread out our name. Yeah. Um, just trying to show people that, I mean, we still have, a, we've been home for four years. We still have people reaching on the door at two in the afternoon when we don't open until five. Yeah. So, uh, and, uh, you know, we thought about opening up during the daytime but that you have such a small kitchen and it really affects the smoke every time you're opening up that smoker I mean yeah. you're losing 15 to 20 degrees every time you're opening it up yeah. and where you're where you are here from what I would think certainly more of an evening crowd I would more say, of an right? evening yeah I mean downtown that's where a lot of businesses yeah. are and yeah. around here there's not not a lot yeah more of an evening uh, crowds wandering the street but we do open for brunch. Okay. I mean, yeah. we don't serve, like, you can't come in and get a pound of brisket at brunch, yeah. but you can get some of the sandwiches, and you can get, you know, the eggs and uh, brisket Betty that we carry, because um, Saturday, Sunday's pretty pretty busy on White House. Yeah, so it kind of brings the night out. Yeah, the, the few times I've been around here on the weekend, it's a busy, yeah. busy place for sure. Uh, what about outside the Edmonton area? Have you had any dealings outside with the Alberta you know, not Barbecue a lot. I know that me and my partners, we, we did take a trip down to Calgary and they had a few establishments. Yeah. I know the one was the Palomino and the other yeah. the other two or three, I really can't remember the names. It's yeah. been about four years. Yeah. Uh, but I heard that they got something really good going on down there. There's a few places kind of picking up. That's, I'm a little more familiar with the, the scene there for sure. So. Yeah, so I'm going to have to make a trip down. Yeah, will have to take me for a beer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything on the horizon new? Exciting stuff happening at Meat that you uh, want to mention. You know, I know you sent me that question yeah. <laughs> ahead, and I think that was the one that I was kind of like, I don't really know if there's anything new on the horizon. I mean, I guess just our mentality is just to keep serving good food and, and still getting, uh, I mean, we get a lot of, um, 
a lot of phone calls about catering yep. and some that we can do, some we can't. I mean, we don't have an off-site catering. We don't have the equipment. Right. But if somebody wanted a big pickup order, they could. I yeah. mean, that's maybe something that we could look at in the next year or two yep. is doing something like that. Uh, one of my personal goals was to bottle our barbecue sauces and sell them to the public. So yep. I just completed that about two months ago. Nice. So now we're selling them to the public. A little awesome. smaller bottle size. Yep. You know, good for Father's Day gifts. Yes, yep. Uh, yeah, so I guess to answer your question is not really anything new. Maybe maybe some catering, yeah. but uh, just just really trying to focus and still going back to the drawing board and continuing to you know to make make our ribs better, keep that brisket good. It's always a process, right? Absolutely, constantly improving. Nathan, thank you. I appreciate the, All right. uh, a few minutes here. Where can people find you uh, on social media? Uh, you can find us at Meat for meatfordinner.com meatfordinner.com yeah and I, I personally I don't have a, a, a Twitter or okay. an Instagram I mean I should get on it but I haven't been around so one, of the, one of the something to do right that's right that's right awesome well thank you I'm looking forward to trying out some of your food here and thanks we'll, uh, Ryan keep on smoking folks thanks man well, folks, that's a wrap on episode two. A big thank you uh, once again to Nathan and the crew at Meat. You can find them at 8216 104th Street in Edmonton, online at www.meatfordinner.com, on Instagram at meat underscore Y-E-G, and on Twitter at meat for dinner. Big thanks to the folks there. Great stuff. Uh, once again, check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail, www.albertabbqtrail.ca, at bbq underscore trail on Twitter, Alberta BBQ Trail on Instagram. Check out the restaurants that are part of the Barbecue Trail and get out there and support your local joint. Uh, as I journey down this podcast road, there are some other barbecue podcasts that I listen to regularly that if uh, you're enjoying this show and i hope you are uh, might be worth a try for you if you haven't listened to them already uh, behind the smoke uh, a couple of great guys out of san diego tales from the pits brian and andrew in houston the best barbecue show yoni levin out of austin texas barbecue state of mind this is a production of the uh, houston chronicle uh, the so smoking gooder barbecue and bruges show and also the Barbecue Beat podcast. Those are the uh, some of the barbecue podcasts that I listen to regularly. Uh, please give these fine folks a try. Uh, just before I leave, once again, thank you to Alan Horbin for all the music on the show. And uh, until next time, folks, keep on smoking. This has been an Eat More Barbecue production. <laughs>